Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's have a little break from the uh, Japan Holiday series today, in today's episode. Um, yesterday, I was flicking through the television channels. That's quite a good uh, way of saying it, isn't it? Flicking through the channels, that's what we normally say. So, you know, browsing the channels on the television, flicking through the TV channels. And I found a program for learning English. Um, and for some reason, I started watching it. I don't need to learn English. I, well, I'm, I'm sure there are many things I could probably learn <laughs> about English to make my English better. But um, I didn't really need this particular program. But it was interesting to me because it was interesting seeing what people were, like, in what Japanese people were learning and how they were learning English. So I was watching it for a while. And most of the program was pretty good. It was very boring, I feel, um, you know, it was mostly in Japanese and then there would be some bits where someone would speak in English and then it would go back to Japanese. Um, and I remember this one section, which I thought was weird, but then again, not too dissimilar, not too different from, um, something you might find in a, a textbook for learning English. So there were these, um, two people and they were talking about, the words tall and high, because they're sort of similar, aren't they? You know, something's tall, something's high. It's, um, you know, both mean something, a very big object um, vertically. Um, so they're trying to explain the differences between these two words. And it's like, if you talk about a, a building, then you would say it's a tall building, um, not a high building. And then if you're talking about a person's height, you would say they were very tall, not they're very high. 
um, you know, and those those kind of examples. And they would, then they said, and if you were talking about a mountain, what would you say? And the person said, did you say it's a very tall mountain? Yeah, I think it's true. Um, the We would say it's a tall mountain. To be honest, though, I think if, if someone said it's a high mountain, that's also okay. Because the mountain, I mean, maybe, maybe there's some rules, right, in English that I don't know because I don't learn English. I just, you know, like I don't learn, I had never learned it in like a classroom environment. I just picked it up from uh, my parents and people around me and so on. Maybe there is a rule that says you can't say it's a high mountain. But um, to me, it sounds fine to say that mountain is very high. I think it sounds better if you say, it's, you know, the mountain's very tall. But um, I think it, I wouldn't say it was like really bad. If, if someone said it to me, if someone said, ah, oh, look at that mountain over there, it's really high. Uh, yeah, okay. If, maybe it sounds a bit weird. <laughs> maybe it does sound a little weird. If you say it's really high up. Yeah. Anyway, where, whether it's right or wrong isn't really what I wanted to talk about, you know. I, didn't, I don't want to do a podcast about whether you should say the mountain is... It's, it's a high mountain or it's a tall mountain. Um, what I was trying... What I wanted to talk about is... I just find it interesting how you get TV programs and you get books um, for studying English and they're always talking about there's this word and you use this word in this way in this circumstance. And it's always like, you know, it's always like black and white. It's like yes and yes or no. It's wrong or right. And then there would be lots of students and they'll want to know, oh, what's the difference between high and tall and when can we use high and when can we use tall and, and so on and so on and so on. And um, personally, I can't see the point of all this. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I think like studying that kind of stuff a little might be useful, but I wouldn't get too caught up on it. I wouldn't, you know, obsess over it. I wouldn't uh, try and understand like every difference between every little word and uh, that kind of thing. I think sometimes in a language, and I've had to do this many, many times when I've been learning um, Japanese, I've just got to accept that there's something different about these two words and I don't quite understand what it is. And maybe I'll learn about it in the future and maybe I won't. Um, And I think that is a very good skill to have as a language learner. Um, the ability to sort of say, like, ooh, okay, we've got two words here. They look very similar. Well, no, no, they didn't look very similar. Um, <laughs> their meanings uh, appear to be very similar. And I can't quite understand the nuance between them. I can't quite understand the, the little um, differences between these two words. But that's okay. And I think no one tends to teach that, you know, in, in a lesson, in a book. In a, in a classroom, on a TV program. No one tends to say like, yeah, these words are different, but um, don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't need to uh, try and find out why they're different. Now, why do I think this ability is important? I think it's important because language is a mess and it's not um, clean and it's not black and white. It's not 
there's not always like a perfect right and wrong. Um, so sometimes I've, well, in, in the early days of my Japanese study, I would find these two words or three words that all appeared to be very similar. And I'd spend a lot of time trying to figure out why. Why are they, you know, why are they different? What, what, little, what are the little differences between them? And um, I would never get like 100% clarity, you know, like I would never get 100% uh, understanding of why they were different. And at some point, I just realized I'm just wasting my time here. All I need to know, all that's important for me to know is this word and this word and perhaps this word too, they're all sort of similar. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they're different at the moment, but I'll just keep that knowledge in my brain. This word is like this word. Um, and then with that knowledge, I've just done stuff in Japanese, you know, I've watched, listened to things, read things and so on. And naturally, you just see, oh, this word is usually used here. So, I don't know, someone's talking about uh, a tall building. Someone's talking about a tall person. Someone's talking about an aeroplane flying very high. Um, so you just naturally learn. You naturally pick up these differences. The more you expose yourself, the more you get like deeper and deeper, um, more deeply exposed into a language. And when I realized this, my Japanese study started moving more quickly, I think. I think I started moving at a quicker pace. You know, I didn't stress out about all these little things that I couldn't understand. Words and articles and all kinds of things. I just started ignoring stuff. <laughs> it sounds crazy, doesn't it? I just started to, like, I don't care. I don't care about grammar. I don't care about <laughs> the meaning of these words. Um, just forget it all and just try and listen to Japanese more, try and read Japanese more. And it was amazing. It worked. Um, I just stopped caring and started doing. And I think it's a shame that they don't teach you that um, in, you know, in, in classes. Or maybe some do. I don't know. But I think generally they don't teach you that kind of, that way of thinking in classes and um, in textbooks and stuff. I remember, I remember once uh, one of my friends showing me an English textbook they were studying at an English school in England and um, they wanted some help with this textbook, right? So I thought, oh yeah, I'll do that. I'll help you. That'll be really easy. You know, English, I'm, I'm great at speaking English. <laughs> so they, it was right at the beginning of the book as well. And they showed me this question and they were like, what's the correct way? Like the, the question was something like, how do you say this? Like what, what, what word do you use in this sentence? And you could pick like three words. And I looked at these three words and I looked at this sentence and I thought, all of those three words are fine. <laughs> all of those three words. If someone said this sentence and they said like, this time we'll use this word in the sentence and this time we'll use this word. They all sound perfectly fine to me. I, I would say, maybe I could say like, oh, okay, use this word instead. But like, I, I don't know. I just thought, why on earth? Why are you studying this? What nonsense, you know? What absolute nonsense. If you if you give your book to an, someone who speaks English and they can't go, yep, it's this word, like straight away, they can't do that. They have to sit and think and try and understand, huh, why? 
Why is that one wrong? I don't understand. If an English person can't understand what you're trying to study, I think you're trying to study something completely useless, aren't you? I mean, yes, maybe if you're trying to pass some kind of exam, that kind of thing is useful to you. Um, Because, I don't know, for some reason, exams seem to ask lots of things that I don't think are very useful. But, um, yeah, don't you think that's strange? Studying something that uh, a native speaker doesn't know the answer to. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I don't think, well, maybe sometimes, but I'm not that stupid. You know, I've uh, finished school. I've finished um, college. I finished university. Um, so I must have some like a, a, a decent level of education. And still I could not answer <laughs> quite a few of these questions in the book. I was looking at, I was looking through this book and it was just amazing. It was like the first time I'd, I'd seen a, a book about studying English. I just thought, wow, I'm, I'm glad I'm not studying English at your school. <laughs> I won't say the name of the school, but to be honest, I think they're all sort of the same. Um, just, just trying to get you to learn all of these things, which, ooh, you know, just spending too much time on, on these small details. Just forget about them. Just, just give, give the students loads of English um, to, to listen to, to read and then help them when they have questions, you know, like the lessons should be more like, here's a book, read it. And then if you have any questions, ask me and I'll give you answers. And I think you could make a lot more progress doing that rather than getting um, caught up in all of the little tiny details uh, within English that even English people don't really understand. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if this podcast had a particular point. Um, Probably not. I just wanted to uh, tell you about um, the TV, that TV program that I saw recently, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And anyway, I, I think you're all fine because you're already listening to um, this podcast. You're already uh, getting ex- exposure to uh, native material. And I hope you're reading books as well as listening to this podcast. And I hope you're listening to other podcasts as well. You know, and really getting lots of exposure or, or listening to TV series or uh, films or whatever. Um, and getting more and more exposure to English. And I hope you're not spending too much time trying to figure out all of the tiny little differences in um, many English words. Um, yeah, spend a little bit of time uh, having a look, you know, quick like, ooh, what's the difference between this word and this word? But, uh, but don't don't go crazy, you know. Just sometimes accept that you, you're not ready to understand it quite yet. Um, so just, just, just be happy knowing that they're similar and maybe sort of roughly understanding what the difference is. And then over time, um, the answer, I think, will become clear to you when you're ready. Right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.